Hi guys, welcome to a new episode of the Undecided Gen Z with Ali. It's been a little while since I've talked to you all. A lot's been going on, but also nothing. <laughs> I guess you could say I'm in my like sec I feel like I'm in my second season of like, you know, like a TV show, but I'm in my second season of life. I've um, gained a bit of confidence, which I've been noticing since the end of last year. I've um, been dating a lot more, which I know you guys love, which you want to hear about, which we'll definitely get into that. And... <laughs> Because of all this, I think I'm becoming more attractive. <laughs> now, that's not um to be a, what is it called? Say, not me doing this already, but this is not me like being egotistical or whatever. But I really do think confidence and all these things bring out attractiveness because you're being your true self. Am I there? Yeah, being your true self. And um, I think there's a lot to learn in that. And I've become more attracted to myself. I think that more people are either more attracted to me or they're more open to coming towards me. But I thought I'd start off today by telling the highlight of my week, which was, <laughs> okay, it started off, it was going to be the highlight of my week. It was going to be the best part of my week. So I went to this warehouse party a couple weeks ago by this co like collective group of guys, I suppose. And they were throwing this other party. And I was like, yeah, 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 it's going to be so good. They posted like on their Instagram about it. And like they were doing like a giveaway, like a free booth and like bottle service. And I was like, yes, I want to, I'm going to do it. And I won. I don't know if it's because I like know the people kind of, or if it was because like there weren't a lot of people commenting. I'm not sure. Whatever, whatever the, <laughs> the way it <clears throat> Whatever way it fell into my lap, it did. And I convinced all my friends to go. I didn't really think about the location. And if you're from Sydney, you'll know, but it's Double Bay. And Double Bay is a very white, very mm, area. <laughs> Not what the warehouse party was, right? So I get all ready. I drag my friends along. We... <laughs> We, we're dressed to the nines like I've got a little mini skirt that's basically showing everything then I like I'm dressed like I'm going to somewhere in Newtown I'm going to a party I'm like I'm ready I'm looking cute so are my friends they're wearing mini skirts they're looking gorgeous we rock up and as soon as I read the uber stops at this place I just know straight away straight away that I've made a ma major mistake um the <laughs> Just the people outside that were trying to go in. I was like, what have I done? What have I done? I felt so embarrassed. Anyway, we get into the line and in the first 10 seconds, these men are, men are like standing on the side. I don't know if they're wanting to get in or if they've just come out for a smoke. I don't know what. But they're commenting on a woman's boobs who just walked in and they're like, oh, yeah, those are. Did you see those? And I was just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Anyway. Anyway, I was just like, it's fine, it's fine, just breathe through it, we're just gonna get drunk. <laughs> um, then this other man, like, goes and, like, gropes my, not my friend, don't worry, but, like, her hat that she was wearing. Like, it's just, like, the audacity. It's those type of things. So you're getting a picture of the crowd. There's a lot of white people. There's a lot of, like, they look like sugar daddies, but probably, like, without the money. <laughs> um, so, like, middle-aged men and then, like, younger girls and, like, whatever. But we, we go in there and as soon as we get into the place, the look of disgust does not leave my face. Um, I, I just, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. So I'm in this like whole mood. I'm like, what have I done? I'm so embarrassed. Um, I'm probably like warning everybody off, even though there like looks like a couple of cool people there, but I just, I just 
was so like, what have I done? Where have I brought these people? The straightest, most heterosexual, white atmosphere. They're playing. Oh, the music wasn't too bad, but like, yeah. Anyway, that was the height. There was other stuff to do with that, but we won't go into that today. Um, Basically, the end of the night just ended up with me being very, very drunk, losing my ID. So if anybody sees an ID with a Victorian ID in New South Wales with Ali Malcolm on it, please let me know. Well, Alexandra Malcolm, now you're going to know my details. Anyway, um, let me know because I am missing that and also missing a really cute pair of glasses. So yes, very disappointed. Um, but alas, we will learn. As um, one of my friends said, she's like, she was supposed to come and then she's like, yeah, when I saw it was on a Thursday night in Double Bay, I was like, mm. and I should have known. I should have known. Anyway, in all of the aspects of my life, one thing really does keep popping up and it really came, it came into play on on that night on a Thursday night when we went to the party. But really, I feel like I'm in my second, I guess my my second season, a new era, um, Ali 2.0. Maybe actually at this point, I think it's Ali like 5.0. But we're a new version, okay? Um, and in this new version, I'm realizing a lot of things about myself, which I've realized before, but just haven't put much thought into them or just haven't cared But this just keeps coming up and up and up and up and up in almost every aspect of my life. So I thought, why not make it the first episode? Why not make it the first topic? And it's people pleasing. And I know like a lot of people are like, yeah, like people pleasing, like I people please too. Yes, everybody people please. But the level to which I have been going to people please or that I'm noticing that I go to people, please. Maybe it's been a long time. I don't, I don't know, but it's ridiculous. It's actually gotten to the point where I'm like, am I living for myself? Am I living, am I just living for other people and what they want and what I think they want and then altering myself towards them? It actually got to the point where I'm like, do any of my friends even know who I am? Like, Do they know me or do they just know the version of me that I put on for them to people please them? It got to that point where I'm like, do I know myself? Like, do I, (laughs) do I have any idea who I am? What are my wants, desires? What am I, what do I actually like in life? What what am I interested in? Or is it all just being like curated for other people? And then I just put that on because when I first noticed it, right. It was when, not noticed, I've noticed it a lot, but recently, as I said, I've been going on a lot of dates, right? And for these dates, there's a lot of different guys that I've been seeing in different kind of areas of life. So at the moment, well, I went on this date with this artist guy who's also a chef. And then um, I went on this date with this guy who I had met from like a party. So I didn't really know his vibe, but found out he was like a finance guy. Anyway, so two completely different vibes. What did I do? I decided to, well, I always do this actually, even with friends. Oh my God. Yeah. Do I ever wear what I actually want to wear? Anyway. Yeah. Do I ever wear what I actually want to wear? Cause so for this skater guy, I'm like, Oh, what should I wear? I'm like talking to my friends. They're like, Oh, what do you want to wear? And I was like, Oh, well, he's like a kind of skater, like very like Newtowny or like, you know, Melbourne, like I'm trying to think like Brunswicky, like skater kind of guy. 
And I was like, I want to dress like that. So like, you know, I want to dress like that, not thinking anything about it until later on that night. And then well, till like the next day, but then I was going out with, <laughs> I was going out with the next guy the next day <laughs> and I was trying to get dressed and I called my friend and I was like FaceTiming her and I was like, oh, what should I wear? And she just helped me pick out an outfit because love being styled by my friends. And I didn't really think much of it. I was kind of like, oh, like, I don't know if this is it, but I didn't really put much thought into this other guy. Like, what would he be wearing? Would I match? Would he feel comfortable with what I'm wearing? Like, not comfortable, but like, you know, like when two people look like stark differences and I like didn't want that to happen. Anyway, I wasn't thinking about that that time. So I go on this date with this guy and he rocks up and he's wearing like, he's very casual, but nice jeans and a shirt and like, shoes well I'm, well I'm wearing like an orange longish skirt with like Doc Martens and like a little black top like it's nothing crazy right it's just kind of like um it's a little more like new towny a little bit more like retro like I wouldn't say hippie but that's what he said he's like he for one he brought up being like oh like what's your favorite thing to wear and I was like oh usually it's this like black skirt and like this green top and I really love it and he's like oh why didn't you wear it tonight and I was like because I wore it yesterday on this other day. I didn't say that, but I was like, because I wore it yesterday. And he was like, oh, okay. And then later on in the night, he like, um, he made a comment or like said something like, oh, like you're something about like being a hippie. And I was like, I'm not a hippie. And I think that just triggered every people pleasing, like tendon, whatever, receptor. I don't even know what to call it in my body because I was like, oh my God, I didn't dress to match like he was matching is he like feeling like very, um, I guess very like separated to me? Like, do we look like an odd pair to be together? Like I always like to match, you know, to make the other person feel comfortable, to make me feel comfortable, as I said before. And I just, uh, it, it, it solidified why I people pleased in that area of my life. But as I said, it also transfers over to like friends. Like I noticed with some friends, I dress a certain type of way. And with other friends, I dress another type of way. And I don't know if this is normal. Like I have, I, I don't even know if I have like a set kind of vibe or style. I just dress how I think the other person's going to dress. Um, so if you do this, please let me know because um, it's, it's sending me into a head spin. Like how do you authentically be yourself without... I think that's just being a healthy person. Since I'm pretty sure I'm already a people pleaser, I thought I'd just go through like five signs that I picked out that you're a people pleaser. So if you guys want to follow along, let me know um, in the DMs. (laughs) If you (laughs) also are a people pleaser, if these, you know, feel connected to you in any way, because uh, they definitely made me feel a type of way. Okay, so five signs you're a people pleaser. All right. The first one is you want every, you want people to like you and feel that doing things for them will earn their approval. Yes, I do that hundred <laughs> percent. I remember growing up in high school, I literally would buy not high school, but also primary school. I would like go out of my way to buy things for friends or like, I'll buy you this or like, I'll my shout. I still do this, but like my shout, like I'll buy this or like, it's on me. Or, like, I'd go out of my way to make, like, really fun cakes that, like, would take me all night to make. And I did all these things um, so people would like me. Still do. 
Um, so let me know if you do that. Um, you're always telling people you are sorry. Okay, this one, yes, but I don't know if that's just a woman thing or like a people pleaser thing. Because you know how like women, we're kind of trained to, um, I guess, say sorry all the time and be apologetic. But I really notice this when I play basketball. None of the guys, the guys will do so many wrong things, right? They'll miss shots. They'll do a bad pass. They'll do all this stuff. They won't say anything. They'll just keep going. Me, I do one wrong thing. I do a shot and it like doesn't go in. And I'm like, oh, sorry, sorry. I just apologize for everything. And I think it's because I was talking to one of the other, the other girls on who was there. And I was like, do you do this too? She's like, yeah. And I was like, well, I do it because I feel like if I... <laughs> I feel like if I don't say sorry and acknowledge my fault, they'll think that I'm okay with making that mistake and I'm not um, wanting to be better. Like, I don't know. It's this whole thing with like, I'm like, if I say sorry, then it's me acknowledging that I did something wrong or that I didn't go in. So like, I'm acknowledging that I made a mistake. I don't even know. I don't even know why I do it. But yeah, is it a woman thing or is it a people pleasing thing or both? I don't know. Um... The next one is you fear that telling, turning people down will make them think you are mean or selfish. 100%. I think they'll hate me. <laughs> so not even mean or selfish, but if I turn them down, I'm like, they're no longer going to be want to, they're no longer going to want to be friends with me. They're, they're going to be saying horrible things behind my back. They hate me. Da, 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 da. Um, so yes, tick. Uh, we love that. <laughs> The next one, you is pre- you are preoccupied with what other people might think. Like, yes, of course. And then the next one is you neglect your own needs in order to do things for others. Come on, guys. I feel like this is just living for me at this point. Um, but as well as like uh, getting these like signs that you're a people pleaser, I was like, you know what? We need signs, but we also need ways to get out of it. These aren't my tips, guys. I haven't embarked on any journey to fix this, as I probably should. But um, (laughs) these are just some tips that I found. Um, I'm not sure they're very helpful, but one of them is start small. And I guess that's just talking about like starting to say no to things, maybe saying no to things over text or like, I don't even know, trying not to say sorry as many times. I have no clue, but starting small, always a good, always a good, good idea when you're doing anything. Um, Practice putting yourself first. Of course, we need to do that anyway, even if you're not a people pleaser. Um, Wait until you're asked to help. Wait until you're asked for help. So this is something that I actually want to try and do more because I'm always like, oh, I'll do this for you. I'll do this for you. Oh, I can help with that. But like, maybe I should just wait until they're like, hey, can you help me with that? But now I'm thinking that like, if I don't offer help, they're going to think that I don't care and that I don't want to help and that I'm a bad person. (laughs) Wow. Okay. That's fine. Moving on. I don't know if I'm just people pleasing for other people or I just have like multiple versions of myself. And I just like have like this set of friends that I'll like, you know, kind of dress more like when I'm with them or and then I've got these type of friends which I know their vibe and that's also me so I'll dress like them because that's a different part of me like I don't know where you draw the line or is this just all masking because that could be it too but the whole thing is like even with my producer um 
I was talking, he's like, Ali, you need to stop. You need to be more like, just stick to your actual ideas. Like you don't need to change or please everybody or try and be like non-problematic. Like that's why people don't want you to please them because it gets annoying. And I was like, that is so true. Being a people pleaser can actually get to the point where like you're, well, one, as I said before, your relationships, are they really like that strong? Because if you're just pleasing everybody and doing everything that they want, like, are you, is it a really healthy relationship? Do they know you? Do you know them really? Well, you know them, but like, are they getting you authentically? No. It's like being a like two-dimensional person if we're just people-pleasing all this time. So I'm going to try and stop people-pleasing. If you have any tips, let me know. I'm, I'm willing to get on board. Um, I'll let you guys know with how it goes. I've actually been better this week, I have to be honest. Um, usually it got to the people-pleasing stage where I'd be like, oh yeah, I have to go hang out with them if they ask me to like go get coffee with them, which is not people pleasing, but I'll be like, yes, I'm going to go just in case if I said, no, I don't have enough money to go to coffee or no, I'm just a bit tired that they'd be like, oh, I hate you. Um, so I've been better this week. So I'm just going to take the steps. As I said, (laughs) start small, um, and stop, I guess like stop caring about what people think, right? That's like the main thing because we're always just trying to please other people because we care about what they think. But it led me to think about like embarrassment and like what embarrassment is and is embarrassment a choice? And like what I'm saying is like, of course you're going to get embarrassed. I'm not saying like, do you, like who chooses to be embarrassed? That's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about like, can we choose not to be embarrassed? So if we're embarrassed in a moment, can we be like, no, nah, I'm not going to be embarrassed about that. And like, I think you can, right? Sounds a bit like, I think we can, but I'm not sure if we can actually choose not to be embarrassed. I think we can also obviously like not be like, choose not to act on the embarrassment and choose to like move on from the embarrassment, but I'm not sure we can actually choose not to be embarrassed. But I thought about it and I did a little research. So I'll start off guys as my, (laughs) my hypothesis, as if we're in school. So what is embarrassment? Apparently the combination of self-evaluation and moral judgment based on these social norms is believed to be at the core of feeling embarrassed. So basically society has caused us to be embarrassed and we can't get rid of society. So I don't think we can choose not to be embarrassed, but I definitely think I try and escape being embarrassed all the time. I, as I said, I people please. I, I tend to avoid any situations that could cause failure or little amounts of embarrassment. But then it comes into the thing where I'm like, if I'm just avoiding embarrassment and people pleasing yet again, am I living fully? No. Cause like, what, what am I doing? How we can't go through life with like worrying about all these type of, not me like having an internal, <laughs> I mean an external and internal, like a whole mind shift right now. But no, like I feel like you can't like live your life through these type of things. Am I going to continue doing it? So probably, am I going to work on it? Let's say yes. Um, but when I looked up can we learn to not be embarrassed? Because I was desperate, guys. I was like, I don't want to be embarrassed anymore. I'm done. So this person says, remind yourself that failure can be a, a good thing. Solid, solid advice. Try putting the blame on your insecurities. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, 
I wouldn't say that's the best advice, but like if that's going to help, yeah. Um, practice embarrassing scenarios. Little role play. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong with a little role play. Um, try to pinpoint the source. It probably comes from the insecurities. So maybe blaming the insecurities is right. Um, realize you might be projecting. Um, think about the other person in the equation. Yeah. Think about how they're just amplify everything you're already feeling. And then the last one was laugh at yourself. I don't recommend using any of these. Um, maybe pinpoint the source is the best one you could use, but in the scenario that I was on, on Thursday at this party, right? I was with some friends and they'd invited some other friends to come along. Cause as I said, we had some free alcohol and, um, all these like really cool people who I'd seen, I've seen on like TikTok and I've seen on like, I've just seen around, you know, they're in the group, but they're around and I haven't really like, you know, become friends, friends with them yet. But like, they're really cool. I, you know, when you just have those people that you're like, oh my God, they, I want to be friends with them. Cause they seem really cool and really fun. And anyway, this was this group of people. And they, and this is not their scene because this is not my scene, but it's definitely not their scene. Um, and they rock up and I'm already embarrassed at this point. I'm embarrassed for the friends that I've been like, that are with me, even though they know I have no, had no control over this, that I had no idea, still already embarrassed, apologizing multiple times. Um, yes. But then these cool people rock up. And I could not be more em- embarrassed. <laughs> I what do I do in this situation? I make it obvious that I am also not having fun, that this is also not my scene. Because I didn't want them I didn't want them to think that I had chosen this spot on purpose. <laughs> That's the thing. I didn't want them to think, oh, this is the type of person Ali is. She likes this type of event. And then therefore they would not want to become friends with me (laughs) because I was like, so I tried everything I could to make them make it well known that this was not my scene, that I had nothing to do. Well, I did choose a spot, but that I was not expecting this. Um, and I kept just apologizing. What could I have done in that um, scenario? What should I have done in that scenario? Uh, (laughs) I could have just laughed and I could have just like partied and not really care and maybe made one comment about like, oh my God, sorry. And then kind of got on with it and just like laughed and laughed at myself. <laughs> Realized I might've been projecting. <laughs> um, and that failure can be a good thing, guys. Failure can be a good thing. <laughs> no, but I don't know if I could have chosen not to be embarrassed because I think it's an automatic response um, to, I guess, like, yeah, society. And, like, although not society fully because there were other people in the club who had obviously chosen that were having fun at this place, but society is in, like, cultural society or uh, cultural? I don't know. Not cultural. Maybe, like, um, I guess in your, like, community because my community or like I'm not, it's weird calling it a community but like social group would never like this type of thing right so yeah I don't know what any of that ramble was but basically no you can't not be embarrassed you can just 
let embarrassment not affect you or choose to not let embarrassment affect you and what you do and still have fun. Um, If I learn any more tips, I will let you guys know, but (laughs) I have nothing. I have nothing at all. Um, I get embarrassed over everything, 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 everything. I get embarrassed when I'm in the Uber with friends and um, my friend puts on her music with the ox and it's really loud and this is what happened also and it's really loud and I get embarrassed because I'm like oh I think the uber driver hates us because the music's loud and maybe he doesn't like this type of music and I'm embarrassed I get embarrassed literally daily if not twice a day (laughs) so even though we are a new podcast and um there is only there's only one of me that doesn't mean I'm letting the the dilemmas the unpopular opinions the people picks the secrets that's not I'm not letting them go guys so if you want to leave a as I said dilemma people pick um secret you can go to the google form in our link tree in in my link tree in my link tree in my instagram or the undecided gen z instagram and go submit one because that can be that could be fun you know tell me something anonymously so this dilemma (laughs) is uh i'm in that weird talking phase again with a guy who i initially ghosted last year we've been talking properly again for the last four months now and he's getting really boring like i don't know what to do (laughs) i love that it's taken her or him um four months to realize this person's boring or he's getting or he's getting boring I don't know well I'm assuming you've like met in person and it's not just texting for four months but maybe just because aren't meant to be like move on to the next we don't have time for boring ass dry conversations if it's not hitting it's not hitting um basically you just need to tell him it's been really good to get to know you but I just don't feel like this is going to progress in the way either of us would like. <laughs> um, but if you could give us an update, that would be great. Okay. The next one I can relate to majorly. And it is, I really, really like a good friend of mine for almost two years, but I'm too scared to tell him. So I don't know what to do. Okay. So if you listen to the podcast before it became this podcast, you'll know that I used to like Theo, the co-host for seven years (laughs) um he definitely knew at some points but I like told him I decided to tell him and like have a conversation about it or maybe I didn't okay maybe I don't have any good advice but basically he knew and I think it just made it easier that he knew and we, we talked about it because then like it was an even playing field and nobody not that you'd be doing anything to, I guess. I just feel like, yeah, as I said, it's not an even playing field. Like you have different feelings towards what he feels, maybe or maybe the same. And like there's no even ground. So not that you're going to manipulate him. I'm not saying that, but it is kind of a, it's a weird, it's a weird one because it's like, maybe a lot of the things you're doing is because you like him and he's unaware of that. So it's, it's a bit shady. <laughs> um, but I've been in the same position and it's not like, obviously you're not choosing to be shady, but it is shady because like, are your intentions all friendly? I don't know. So definitely tell him 
if your friendship is strong enough, it will survive like Theo and I's did. Or if he, if it's, if he, if the friendship's worth it, it will survive anyway, even if it's a bit awkward for a little bit. But I would tell him because it sucks holding on to feelings for so long. Like, I don't know how you held in for two years because I go crazy just having a crush on a guy and it's chaotic. Like it's, I just overthink too much and I know I would be anxious all the time. So I would say, tell him. Okay, this one, okay, this is the last dilemma I have for today, but is my friend, it is, my friends all know what they want to do with their lives. They have plans and shit and they have specific things they're really talented at and they will probably succeed at. But then I'm there and I don't have a special talent or even know what I want to do when I leave school. I'm just average, but I want to be good at something. Um, I can relate to this majorly. I still relate to this. Like I was literally talking to my mom today being like, I don't know what to do. I, I'm not good in anything. Like nothing's sticking out for me. Like, what am I going to do for my career? Like, yeah, I get it. I feel like so many people are in the same boat as you. We just don't talk about it enough because a lot of people do. They're like, oh, I want to study this. I want to study that. I'm a really talented musician. I'm going to do sport. I'm da, 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 da. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. But what about the rest of us who like, <laughs> I used to say it with my, um, my friends and they used to tease me, but like above, like average or just above average at everything. Like I'm not amazing at things, but I'm not average and I'm not below average. Like I'm just a little bit like on almost everything. So like there's nothing that sticks out and it's really difficult because what do we know that we like? What do we choose when people are like, you need to go in to study or you've got to do something after school. The only advice I have is take the time, take the time to figure out what you like, maybe test a few things, like maybe study a little bit of something that you like or research. I don't really know. (laughs) Um, Something will stick out though. And it's maybe not because you're really talented at it, but because you really love it. And that's all that really matters for me anyway. I don't know if that matters for you, but I think like the main thing is, yeah, picking something that you love and going with your gut feeling, I guess. Like something will pop out to you. You don't have to be fully talented at something or special. Like you're you're fine as you are. (laughs) We don't all need talents and to be amazing, even though I know I would really love to as well. Um, So yeah, that's my only advice. If you do figure it out, hit me up though. Cause I'm, I'm in need. Uh, but just remember there's so many different careers and so many different things that you could go into or be talented at that. Like you probably haven't even thought of. So that's the end of the first episode of the undecided Gen Z. You can give me a follow at the undecided Gen Z on Instagram, on TikTok, on everything basically. And then for my personal account is Ali underscore Malcolm and I can't wait to hear what you guys thought of this episode if you have any feedback or want to contribute to the conversation send me a message in the dms um I will get back to you um can't wait for you guys to see where this all goes and I'm so excited all right love you guys bye